Welcome to another edition of WHM Mailbag. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside Eric Siskin and Stephen Sadek. We're here to read some letters for the holidays. They're not letters to Santa. They're letters to We Hate Movies. Which is kind of like Santa. A little bit. I think we're the collective weight of Santa, at least. (laughs) Why is it Buddha, huh? He's enormous. (laughs) Oh, yes. Santa was a big boy. Uh, yeah, so we've got some letters here. Eric, do you want to kick things off? Oh, boy. I haven't looked at any of these letters selections, so I'm kind of interested. Uh, neither have I. Uh, oh, you com- just, what are you, just printing blindly? Oh, no, this was, combi- <laughs> this was compiled by my assistant, Stephen Sayer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. The first one, subject line, spite watch. Spite watch. Yeah. Oh, like watching something out of spite. Absolutely. Okay. Hi, guys. After going through some old mailbag episodes, which are a real treat, BTW. You know, a lot of people saying that, getting a lot of positive feedback from these mailbag episodes. So uh, we get to let our hair down in these. Yeah, totally. I don't have shoes on. Regarding (laughs) terrible movie theater experiences, I recalled one of my own that I wanted to share. When Mm. I was in high school, my two best friends and I went to the movies frequently. We all had similar tastes and usually agreed on what we wanted to see, often well in advance of actually buying tickets. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I grew up, uh, hey, what's in the theater? Yeah, but, I would, but, but, at, but have at, those. At the, at the box office, though? Yep. Wow, you're a fucking madman. I was a man. I, Read a fucking newspaper. Get those times. Well, I did that for important stuff, but sometimes I'd see something twice or yeah. uh-huh. something else. Okay. I think that's how I saw that second Mortal Kombat movie. It was like me and a couple of buddies showed up and was like, hey, there's another Mortal Kombat movie. Me? See, exactly. That's exactly how I saw that, too. It was Oof. just... Uh, you get those people that they get they get up to the window, and it's their turn to purchase a ticket, and it's like, hmm, what is playing? Like, they're at McDonald's. Right, yeah. Sorry, continue. I just... Oh, that fucking steams me. All right, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> wow! <laughs> We're letting our hair down. Yes. Someone's in the fucking holiday spirit. He's in the holiday spirit. <laughs> on this particular trip to the movie, someone suggested inviting another friend on our outing. Uh-oh, that's always, always, a... that's always dicey proposition. It yes, is, yeah. someone outside the circle but is in someone else's circle. Dangerous chemistry. Friend experimentation is nasty business. Yeah, don't do it. Never yep. talk to anyone. I got enough friends. I'll call him Frank. I couldn't stand Frank. What are you doing sitting in the middle of the road, huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Idiot. Fucking idiot. That's Donnie Darko? That's Donnie yeah, Darko, yeah. yeah. thought it was Keanu Reeves for a second. It's the same diff. That right? dude sounds like Keanu Reeves. You're right. It's the same kid from Independence Day. Russell, I- what are you doing? <laughs> it was just cans. <laughs> that- last one was Keanu. <laughs> oh, man. That's a great game. Dude from Donnie Darko or Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Um, Ciphered through a bad impression. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, I couldn't stand Frank. One of these somewhat handsome. Mm, oh, yeah, shit. Hello, yeah, Frank. Frank. <laughs> yeah. But mostly obnoxious center of attention guys. Oh, yeah. Hey, Frank. <laughs> Did they put Frank's number in there? Uh, um, first of all, uh, letter writer. Sext me Frank's number, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, handsome but slightly obnoxious. It's like hanging out with We Hate Movies. Yeah, that's not very handsome. Man, all you two want for Christmas is some fucking self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. But both of my friends were completely in love with him. Frankites. So, yeah. Oh, dude, Frank. Francophiles. You know what? <laughs> 
You know what Frank was trying to do? Angle that threesome. Oh, yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> then you get... You know why? Because here's the problem. With Fra- here's Frank's problem. I'm going to tell you this from Frank's perspective. Yeah. He's like, oh, cool, those two... There's two ladies that are into me. I'm going to go out to the movies with them. This third friend shows up. Yep. Well, we don't and know their sexes. Yeah. I, I do. I, saw, I read the letter. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I didn't spoiler know, Well, alert. I didn't know they were all ladies. Uh, they probably are. Okay. Well, all right. Continue. Whatever. I'm sorry. But I'm just, you know. well, no, the go problem on, is go on tra- with your sex what, fantasy. <laughs> when you're trying to angle a threesome and then a fourth person comes in, it turns into an orgy, which is a totally different set of planning. You need, you need like another month's prep. <laughs> I sucked it up <laughs> and comforted myself with the fact that at least I would go see 30 Days of Night. <laughs> Woof. Wow, whatever. Parentheses, I know. <laughs> Look, everybody, I know. It was almost like they knew we'd be mocking them. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, people know what they're getting in for, right? <laughs> That's true. It wasn't until we got to the theater that someone realized she forgot her ID. Oh, man, isn't that the worst? Hence, mm-hmm. it would not be able to get into the R-rated film. Frustrated but not beaten, we went through our other options, and I suggest we see Nightmare Before Christmas in 3D. Great idea. I guess so. In 2007, mind you, 3D was still halfway enjoyable novelty. My vote was quickly overthrown by Frank, (laughs) who said that we were too old for that and suggested the game plan. If you don't know, if you don't recall, this is a Disney film starring Dwayne Johnson as an NFL hotshot oh, living yeah. a high life yep. until a little girl appears claiming to be his daughter. Hijinks ensue. It's I, like Big Daddy with football. I fucking forgot that movie existed. It I never ki- saw it. It was kind of like... You probably saw it, didn't you, you creep? No, I haven't seen it, but I remember when it came out because it was post-Scorpion King, so yeah. it was like, oh, The Rock can do both things. Yeah, comedy and now. he's a movie star. Yeah. Yes. This movie cemented The Rock as a movie star. You may remember that adorable poster that featured The Rock back-to-back with this tiny girl in a tutu. I do. Their arms crossed and eyebrows cocked in a classic... How is this going to (laughs) work? Pose. I remember a joke in the trailer where she bedazzles a football. I strongly suggested we choose something else. Desperate to win this douchebag Frank's approval. My friends ignored my protest. Oh, man. Outvoted on your own fucking movie outing? This is bullshit, Frank. I'm getting pissed. (laughs) And suddenly we were all setting it, settling in to watch the game plan. Oh. Also, Nightmare Before Christmas, better movie than the game plan. By it's the way, you're too be. old to go see Nightmare Before Christmas. You're going to see the fucking game plan. Fucking fuck you, Frank. How about that? That's kind of the problem with some of this shit. It's no, like, it is. Yep. This, when this, this, is a, this is a diaper movie if I ever heard one. <laughs> the game plan, little, oh, little girl, how's it going to work? Because you get... It's gonna work. When you're in high school, there's that weird like adulthood. I'm no baby, so it's yeah. like I'm not gonna watch some fucking cartoon movie. Yeah. But meanwhile, that movie's kind of like a timeless classic at this point, and who the fuck gives a shit? And fuck about you, Frank. Plan. And also, we're all in our thirties. Most of what we watch is cartoons and fucking animated gleep clop, this, that, or the other. Yep. Grow up, Frank. I'll speak for yourself. <laughs> we were literally talking about Star Wars Rebels an hour and a half ago. Yep. Shh, don't destroy the illusion. <laughs> I'm trying to be somewhat handsome. <laughs> I was furious and vented my rage the only <laughs> way. I... Yeah, and tried to vent my rage the only way I knew how by talking, by taking it out on the movie. Oh. I see through the whole thing, resigned to hatred before the opening credits. I think the only sound I made was one loud, sarcastic, 
<laughs> in response to a particularly flat joke. <laughs> I realized I could have easily walked out, but instead I decided to punish my friends. <laughs> I would sit through the movie Stone Face only to ridicule them with a biting review on the way home. Oh, geez, it's like going to the movies with Daria. <laughs> <laughs> or Chris Cabin. <laughs> Oh, totally true. Oh, God, we love you, Chris, if you're out there. If. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we don't know. He we got to get a frequency radio, then we'll find him. It was the end of that season, and he got abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah. The movie wasn't actually that bad, merely unremarkable, but as a matter of principle, I took merciless, merciless, merciless notes throughout. I wanted my friends to know the depth of their portrayal and foolishness. Wait, I'm like pen and paper? I no, I just did your brain. Men- I mental? Think. I, ho- yeah. I hope so. If you're bra- busting out the pen and paper, I don't know. It's yeah. a little weird. Why are you bringing them to the movies in the first place? I mean, place? that's what Chris Cabin does. But Well, he's a professional critic. Exactly. They all do that. It's his job to be snarky. <laughs> and they were in for quite a heckling once the credits rolled. <laughs> I didn't account for the fact that no one takes movies as personally as I do. <laughs> yeah, oh I've, oh, I've been there. <laughs> that You know what? I, I've always been there, and I feel like I'm just now going to... Who gives a shit? Yeah, you're getting past it? Yeah, I'm getting mellow in my old age, man. Totally, dude. You just got to chill right out with that. Nobody gave a shit about my snotty comments or my hurt feelings, and the rest of the evening went on without any mention of the movie we had just seen. So basically, I punished myself <laughs> and this kid's movie out of pettiness, and it didn't even pay off. I wonder if any of you guys have watched something out of pure spite or if you've ever hated an okay movie based on circumstances surrounding your first watch. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably plenty of times. The only one that jumps to mind is something I've already talked about. I think on the last mailbag was like when I saw AI, that was the case. Like AI is a good, it's a C movie, but I just MST3K'd it Mm -hmm. right in that theater for no reason. You know, uh, with one thing that comes to mind, just in this loud, sarcastic ha was kind of my move for a while. <laughs> uh, I remember being kind of drunk watching Kick Ass with frequent collaborator, Private Cabin, uh, Sean Wiener. Yep. Uh, we were hanging out watching, uh, you know, we, opening weekend. We we're like, oh, this movie could be kind of cool. And it just kind of stunk. Yeah. And like, there's just a lot of cheesy jokes and we're just kind of drunk in the middle of it. So <laughs> like we were both like kind of trying to out ha each other and people were getting mad about it. Oh, sure. Not, not the greatest crowd to be doing that in. No. Also, you know, the, the, the thing is movie painting movie experiences and it's happening now that my bladder is, I guess, constricting like. The race uh, to the bathroom is turning into a problem. Uh, you yeah. know, it's just like that. Th- these movies get longer and longer, and I'm like, come on, James Bond. That's fucking the thing. Solve this specter, because I got to go to the bathroom. If I have to go to the bathroom during a movie and I hate getting up, I will sit there, and then I'll realize that my physical condition at the time yes. ruins the movie-going experience. I got stuck waiting outside at the New York Film Festival to see Inherent Vice, mm. and it was pouring rain. And so I sat through a two-hour and 40-minute movie just drenched. Yeah. And, like, I liked it, but I realized I was being harsher on the movie than I would have. I rewatched it a second time bone dry and, like, really loved it. But that was one of those, like, I knew as it was happening, I was, like, in a funk about this movie. Cool. Nothing from you? Um, Not going to participate in this? Actually, I think when you and I, I think you were there. 
because I think I remember your jerky comments, and I think I probably had a few <laughs> myself. I think Mission Impossible Three. Oh yes, where we yes. kind of we for some reason we were just like fuck this. You're yep. totally right. But honestly, I really like it now. When we did the rewatch this summer, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I heckled the fuck out of that movie. We both did we, watching. We were it. just uh, um, uh, young and stupid, uh, jerky twenty three year olds. You know that happens. P.S. I don't have those friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't since come around to the charms of Dwayne. But I have since come around to the charms of Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I love Dwayne Johnson. I haven't seen that movie though. Probably won't. No, fuck That's it. Fine. Fuck it. Hey, fuck it. Can't get enough of the show. Uh, Riley. There you go. All right. Well, th- thanks so much for listening, and thanks for sharing your experience. All right. What's the next one? Um, oh no. Uh, this is kind of like Russian roulette. I was hoping I didn't get this story. <laughs> But here we are. Uh, most, here we are. Most embarrassing movie date. Oh, I remember this email. Oh, hey, folks at home, put the kids to bed. Uh, hi, WHM guys. I'm writing to share my most embarrassing incident of my life. Uh, good use of embarrassing, uh, which occurred in a movie theater. In my, I'm in my 30s now, and just typing this is causing me to sweat and my stomach to twist into, twist into knots. Oof. I haven't told my husband this. Last name will be withheld. Uh, <laughs> August. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No August. one ever has to uh, worry about that, by the way. Yeah, we just no, don't we, say we're the not last gonna, name. We never say the last Because, listen, if we start outing people, mm-hmm. then these fucking crazy tales stop coming into the mailbox. That's true, yeah. We're gonna, so you can trust us on this. Definitely anonymous as shit. August 1997. Uh, no, <laughs> August 1997. I'm at the movies with a group of friends to see the Alicia Silverstone, Christopher Walken, flop excess baggage. Never saw that. It's something about a fake kidnapping, and is that also the one with Adrian Grenier? May, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Or maybe oh, not. Benicio del Toro. I think Benicio's oh, in that yeah, one. Okay, yeah. I also yeah. get that mixed up with that Danny Boyle movie, it's A Tripped Up Kind of Life, or whatever the hell's going on. Or mm. Oi, it's a tripped up kind of life. Or a slipping down kind of life, or whatever the fuck that one. The, the Ewan McGregor, well, the Danny right. Boyle Ewan McGregor movie. No, it's the one where <laughs> I think Cameron Diaz is in it. I never saw it. I don't know I don't, what you're talking about. Oh, an ordin- a life less ordinary. A life oh, less ordinary. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. There I never go. saw it. But no, I never okay. saw it. Um, to this day, I couldn't tell you what the hell that movie is about. A botched fake kidnapping? Question mark. Uh, anyway. <laughs> sounds I, there sounds go. about right. Yep. Anyway, I didn't care too much about the movie because this is a boy-girl group date. Hello, eighth grade. Now we're talking. Time. It was a weekday afternoon before the school year started. Uh, that combined with the fact that the movie wasn't that popular and shorter, that a rowdy group of obnoxious young teenagers had the theater virtually to ourselves. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been feeling well earlier that day, but I powered through because I knew my crush, John, hello, was going to be there. <laughs> I was beyond excited because it's the last time I saw him. We had made out to a Pearl Jam album in his basement. A plus. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's a 10. <laughs> Was it As, yield? Were you making out to yield? I, I was joking that it would be 10. Well, be one album. <laughs> that was one of their albums, right? Yeah, 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 you're right. Or maybe you just you're making out and then, oh, where, oh, where could my baby be? Like, oh, this oh, is kind of weird. We stop making out now, huh? <laughs> Jeremy's uh, spoken. <laughs> yeah. That would be a weird music video to make out to. That's got to be kind of weird. I mean, not that like Pearl Jam's, and now I'm just thinking like, Oh, no, just in from the internet ticker. So, excess baggage. Yes, Benicio Del Toro. Yes, Chris Walken. Yes, Alicia Silverstone. Directed by a dude named Marco Brambia. D 
Do you want to know what his other major and only work is? The Paris Hilton sex tape. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Eric on this one. No. Four years before Excess Baggage directed Demolition Man. Ooh. Yeah. Better movie. movie's favorite. Yeah. That's going to totally. be a We Love Movies one of these days. Oh, absolutely. Um... So I sat on his lap and we chomped Winterfresh and kissed hardcore for nearly two hours. Wow. I made myself ignore the pains in my abdomen and achy feelings in my lower back. Anyone guess what's coming? Uh, uh, hey, Steve, spoiler alert. Uh, when the lights come on, I sheepishly slid off him upon standing, immediately realized something felt very wrong. I glanced down and saw the front of his jeans was soaked with blood. Ooh! It took me three sickening seconds to realize this horror. Those <laughs> pains were cramps. That was my blood. Oh. I had gotten my first period on the lap of my crush in a public space oh. surrounded by ten friends. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Why don't teleporters exist? You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> oh, the end yeah. of the story. Oh, shit. Boop, boop, pop. God. Like, teleporters are honestly the fucking men in black neuralizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like I had knifed the guy in the thigh and crotch <laughs> and severed several major arteries. Then it turns into a Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a better movie than the movie you were watching. <laughs> uh,. I was paralyzed by embarrassment and began to shake and quietly cry. My God. Oh, uh, my girlfriend yeah. stared incredulously, wordlessly frozen for what felt like an eternity. Now, this is, I'm sorry, friends of this person. This is where you got to step up. Exactly. The lady friends, get in there, swoop in there, fucking solve this situation. You, you, you got to pull a Billy Madison in that scenario and be like... <laughs> Bleeding on your boyfriend's the coolest. And, like, grab some of the blood and put it on your lap. Oh, God almighty. (laughs) Well, if that's cool, consider me Miles Davis. I mean, this is like the fucking fall of Saigon. Get out of there. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Before before those helicopters go. (laughs) Um... The other boys we start uh, were with started laughing and screaming, which is shitty, but, you know, it's eighth grade. You, You know, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough all over. Yeah, boys are terrible. Mm-hmm, they always have been. And poor John turned every shade of red and stammered with, uh, um, what is, what is it, uh, what do I do? What should I do? Uh, the usher <laughs> came to see what the noise about, quickly assessed the situation, started laughing, and ran back down the stairs and out of our lives. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that dude should be fired. Your dad should have come back the next day and straightened that kid out. <laughs> oh, uh, man, a lot of... Fingers in the chest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that dad would get to poking. Uh, I love a good poking. Finally, a friend says, guys, it's 3.30. I bet our rides are here. Oh, man. Every, everyone else scattered while I watched John remove his long sleeve T-shirt. And ha- it was the 90s. <laughs> and, and, and hand it to me. What's this for? I managed to ask. Tie it around your waist. Your butt is all bloody. I can't really hide this. And he's pointing to himself, I imagine. Uh, he said, motioning to the Carrie Prom massacre on the front <laughs> lower half of his body. Bravo in this email. Oh, it's, it's well written. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's a well written email. Uh, beautiful. Um, I didn't even <laughs> attempt to use my, the restroom. You know, I knew the only thing fixing this for me was a shower, a trash can for my clothes, and relocation to another country, <laughs> God willing. <laughs> we wordlessly walked through the, lo- the lobby together, where, of course, a day camp. Hold on. 
where, of course, a day camp field trip was filling up the afternoon screening of Air Bud. Oh, damn you, Air Bud. We heard a little kid scream, that guy is all bloody, look. Hey, are you okay? <laughs> uh, you know what? Those kids didn't care if he was okay. No. Oh, wow. It was a sarcastic, hey, are you okay? Jesus, this is just getting worse and worse. Like, what? <laughs> What else can happen? Were they filming an episode of Wild and Crazy Kids? <laughs> is that gonna? Is Donnie Jeffcoat gonna make an appearance in this email? Wild, wild and Crazy Kids. Wow, 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 Wild Wait, and Crazy Kids. Did I kid. hear this right? They were filming Air Bud. No, no they no, were going they, to see it. Oh God! Um, <laughs> suddenly, the eyes of about sixty kids and counselors and coordinating T-shirts and name tags were upon us. I can't remember what else was said. Because we booked it towards the exit, it did not stop sprinting until we were at the curb. I started sobbing again when I realized everyone else had been picked up and I had no ride. My friends had left me. Dude, these friends... I don't know what... Listen, the last letter writer was like, BTW, don't have those friends anymore. Listen, ma'am, I certainly hope you do not have these fucking friends anymore, if you can call them that. (laughs) John proved to be the very definition of a gentleman. He sat down on the curb next to me, he handed me a stick of gum... And asked with a grin, so how did you like the movie? (laughs) (laughs) I laughed. I was terrified he was going to embarrass me further uh, if that was somehow possible by asking me questions about my period. No, he's not going to do that. Uh, As if reading my mind, he said something along the lines of, I'm sorry about your, you know, in the theater. I was just shocked. And those guys are stupid. It's really no big deal, right? I have a sister. You'll feel better when you get home. It'll be okay. How did this, they, these two kids not get married? Seriously. Yeah. Uh, some 13-year-old boys are just nice people. Who knew? His mom drove us home, but she was none too happy. Well, yeah, because that's the problem. The, the evidence is everywhere that, you know, how did that get on yeah, there? Yeah, you know, yep, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you yep, know how do. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm sure that's what she was doing. Like, oh, yeah. Mrs. John knew what was going on. Because, you know, like, half of her is like, you know, the maternal thing of like, oh, this poor girl. So she needs a mother right now. But right. also, the fuck are you doing on my son's lap? You, you fucking tramp. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking tramp, ma'am. <laughs> like half of her wants to throw maxi pads at her like Carrie. <laughs> half of her doesn't. It's a big... It's a, there's a lot of emotional detail in this story that I love. Totally. Um, uh, who knew? His mom drove us home and she was not too happy and awkwardly dug a big blue plastic tarp <laughs> out of her trunk and flipped it across the back seat. Wow. Just keeping tarps in the car, huh, lady? Oh, oh uh, the, uh, Louise Gacy driving this kid home. <laughs> oh, well, take one of John's tarp. Well, yeah, it's John. You're right. Wow. John Wayne, why are you bringing this bloodied up girl in the... Oh, my word. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't the 1950s. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe John Wayne Gacy, young John Wayne Gacy's a time slider. <laughs> That also could be. Or maybe it's a, a John Wayne Gacy Jr. situation, kind of like James Bond Jr. <laughs> that, oh, wow. Oh, dude, it's our Little Critters. <laughs> yes. It yes. would be, oh, it would be the sequel to Little Critters. Like when they did like older Rugrats, it would yeah. be like Critters Jr. Nice. Yep. Um, Selling it. Now they're kissing. <laughs> kissing Critters. Kissing Critters. Uh, she put the tarp across the backseat for her to sit on. I think I blacked out from uh, embarrassment. She made him sit up front with her, uh, with her for some unknown reason, and would not let him turn on the radio. You gotta put that's time for some CCR. Oh, sh- sure, <laughs> it ain't me. Uh, she... Run through the jungle, man. <laughs> <laughs> she 
made it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We rode home in silence, and every time she made a sharp turn, I would slide from, on the tarp and would make a crunchy, crinkle noise. Yeah, How am a I lot not... of sharp turns because she's getting her home quick. How am I not dead? Good question. Uh, <laughs> the teasing from my terrible friends didn't last too long. FYI, I did not get pelted with maxi pads later at school. Uh, and though John and I didn't have a lasting romance, I'll all remember, always remember his kindness in the most awkward moment of my life. Uh, if I had the courage to... Also, I guess she's still friends with these people, huh? Bullshit. I guess so. What bullshit. Of, yeah, total bullshit. Uh, if I had the courage back then to submit this uh, to Traumarama on the back page of Seventeen magazine, I'm sure I'd be uh, the reigning undisputed queen. Ask your wives, or maybe don't. Uh, thanks for all the laughs. And free therapy, Melissa. Holy fuck. No... No comment. So I'll tell you what. <laughs> Here's my comment. This whole time I've been w- listening to you read this tale. I've been making like the n- 1990s set short film in my head. Of this oh yeah, movie. that's a good movie. And, and here's the final. Here's the final shot of it. Kind of stealing, but the gra- from the graduate. But stay with me. It's three people in this fucking serial killer's minivan. This poor girl's on the tarp. Like he goes to turn on the radio. It's your CCR song for two seconds. Yeah. Fortunate son plays. <laughs> Mrs. Wayne Gacy's like no music <laughs> and turns it off and they're just driving and then because it's the 90s they're sitting there in silence for a little bit rocking in the minivan as they drive their ford windstar and you just hear somebody once <laughs> told me the world was gonna roll me and fucking smash mouth takes you to credits but that that that, that has all of it's not even a uh, 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 a short film it's kind of just like a Freaks and Geeks episode, right? Yeah, like It's got <laughs> yeah, all like, totally the emotional right. longing. Yes. And, like, yeah. Y- it's got the right period details. Mm-hmm. We need to... Uh, Wait, make... of like the time. Well, yeah, well no, I mean, the Freaks and Geeks from the 70s or whatever, but I'm saying like it's like a, a 1990s set you, Freaks you, and Geeks. Do you just understand that you said period details? Oh, oh <laughs> no, I, did, I wasn't thinking that. Yes, I said period details. <laughs> Time would, we we should be uh, hired to make a fre- Freaks and Geeks set in the nineties. Oh yeah. Oh yep. And then one episode, someone could be watching Freaks and Geeks. Oh shit! Think about it. And we could like we could be like you know like funny with and be like this show is gonna last forever. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what they do next season. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, final letter here to take us home. This is uh, Muppets in Passion of the Christ. Dear WHM, like some of you, I worked at a multiplex in my younger years, primarily cleaning theaters. Uh, That was me and Chris Cabin. Chris was primarily cleaning theaters, and I was primarily a projectionist. Uh, It was good, honest work and lots of exercise, and if I won the lottery, I'd probably clean theaters 16 to 24 hours a week just for something to do. When The Passion of the Christ came out, it was uh, very big for our theater. We played it on five of our ten screens opening weekend. My goodness. Uh, I spent a lot of time looking at the credits, waiting for people, many of whom were overcome with emotion, uh, waiting for them to get the hell out so I could start sweeping. Uh, Eventually, I noticed uh, that there was someone in the production who was credited as Muppeteer. I was very (laughs) amused by this and pointed it out to as many strangers as possible. I didn't see the movie for some years, and when I did, I kept my eyes peeled. But I didn't notice any Muppets. You all know quite a lot about movies, so I ask you. Where are the Muppets in The Passion of the Christ? <laughs> Where are they? IMDb backs me up on the credited Muppeteer whose name is Philip Farah. Thanks for everything. Also, Eric, I know you have stairs in your house. John in Baltimore. What, what is this stair comment about? I don't know. 
Um, just so you know, John, I currently do not have stairs. In <laughs> you but are currently without oh, stairs. Man, you know, in the past, I have had stairs. Someone is trying to use context clues to get your exact address, and you oh, just yeah. gave them. You just dropped a Fuck. big fat oh, domino. Shit. It's like he guess who? Yeah, he tricked you. Do you have stairs in your house? Tick 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 tick. No. Uh, Yup, starting to add up. <laughs> Just like a bunch of circles on a map. Like, all right, no. Um, I would, so I would Muppets, wager right. the Muppet thing is like your fucking your dead people on the cross making a move. But why would you call it a Muppet? A Muppet's a very specific thing. A pu- right. I think if you're, I mean, if you're hiring out Henson Workshop people, yeah. that's a Muppet, dude. Yeah. Bloody Jesus or a fucking frog, it's a Muppet. Yay, <laughs> Jesus is dead. <laughs> I would love. I mean, you, you ever watch those Veggie Tales things where it's all like not oh especially, but God. I know what you're talking. Christian about. cartoons. So one, yeah, one. it's yeah. something else. If the Muppets should do like the Passion, like and like maybe it's not. <laughs> who should play? I mean, it's got to be Kermit, right? Kermit's got to be Jesus. Yeah, right. Fozzie is Pontius Pilate. Fozzie is Pontius Pilate, eh? Yeah, I mean, you know, or or maybe Fonzie's like like Fozzie. I mean, geez, once uh, Kermit's whipped and put to death, you know, Fozzie Bear could be like, Waka, that's a that's a tough act to follow. <laughs> like he has to do a show or something uh, afterwards. Uh, uh, the devil played by Gonzo, probably. Yeah, because he's Ooh. the most devilish. Sure. Oh, right. Or maybe a member of the crowd putting him. The you know what I'm saying? Oh, the Mel stop. Gibson angle. Stop whipping my Kermy. <laughs> Wait. So who's she? Mary Magdalene? No, she. she well, that's the, yeah, the toss right? up. There's only two ladies she can be. It's either Mary Magdalene because they're kind of boyfriend girlfriend, right? Or she's Mary, uh, mother of Jesus. You well, know, that's not gonna fly because <laughs> no, everybody knows the pig and the frog are fucking. So, the other question is, who are the humans? You, you get Will Ferrell in there as I don't know somebody, right? No, that's a Pontius Pilate. If I ever yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> and maybe uh, what would snuffle up a guest? <laughs> Judas. Sure. Is Judas in the Passion? Yeah, of course he would have to be. Oh, he's the well, traitor. I don't know if, no, he's not in the Passion. I guess it's post. No, they, they, I think they show him hang himself. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> a Muppet hanging from a tree? I like this movie already. Snuffleupagus keeps breaking the tree. <laughs> uh, um, that was yeah. a quick one. I lied. There's one more, there's one more letter here. Uh, does anyone else want to read it? Or I, I'll just get to it real quick Go here. Go for it, buddy. All right. Uh, oh, because this, this is, I mean, it's technically a Christmas episode of yeah, the mailbag. Yeah, sort of. Here's a holiday-related one, sort of. Green is a Christmas color, right? Says sure. the subject line. Uh, hey, guys. This may be a little late, but in your James Bond Jr. episode of Animation Damnation, uh, you briefly proposed the idea that Dr. No got his green screen, skin from that weird drink he made. From my own unique personal experience, I can tell you that this is, in fact, all too possible. I went through a year or two phase when I became a pretty hardcore gym rat. Yeah, me too. Uh, (laughs) Really? No, no. Uh, I worked out every day and read the fitness and nutrition blogs. One day, I read an article about how a chemical in spinach has been found to act like a steroid, but without negative side effects. Uh, The article concluded that while spinach is good for you, unless you have access to a lab that can extract this chemical in order to gain any benefits... The average-sized male adult would have to eat a full kilogram of spinach a day. I read this as, I guess I have to eat over a kilogram of spinach a day. After converting from metric to imperial, I rounded up to an even three pounds to be on the safe side. This is some Popeye shit. (laughs) 
Oh man, Popeye shits must have stunk like. Cr- oh, oh man. my god! Dude, oh he, Jesus! He's seafood all the time. Yeah. Seafood and spinach. spinach. That's <laughs> a splatter bowl. <laughs> oh, man! Wow! <laughs> Whoa, olive oil! Better get the plunger. Go, 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 go. Oh, uh, <laughs> Wimpy banging on the door. Are you finished yet? I'll gladly trade you toilet time on Tuesday for toilet time now. I gotta take a grade A meat shit. I mean, that's the problem. That's true. Oh, man. And then you Wait. get Bluto eating God knows what oh, deer Lord. every day, I guess. And why olive are... oil drinking olive oil? <laughs> why Whoa. are all these characters sharing one toilet, <laughs> by the they way? All the... They all like... live in the same sea shanty. Oh. This is like... like, oh, Whippy's got the meat farts. Save me. Save me. Andrew, this is just life in the Navy, man. <laughs> exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh... After two or three days, I found that eating three pounds of spinach was taking up too much time and that my jaw was hurting from all the additional chewing I was now what doing every day. a fucking horse. <laughs> As a result, I purchased a blender and started drinking my daily three pounds of spinach. I'll be honest, this tasted even grosser than you are currently thinking. Yikes. I like spinach, but... Not that limits. much. There are limits. Um... Well, I'm sure it can be argued that any gains I achieved over the next three or four months were from a placebo effect. I'm fairly confident I can say the increasingly green tint my skin was showing was not. For a good long while, it wasn't really all that noticeable, and I was able to doubt that it was happening at all. Then, a heat wave hit, and my AC broke. And I could no longer deny that any areas that have sweat issues, such as the armpits and feet, but mostly the crotch, were undoubtedly, objectively, kind of green. <laughs> oh, mistletoe alert. <laughs> Get under it. Uh, Get s- under it, olive oil. What are you saying? Get under it, <laughs> Good Bluto. Uh, after seeing a doctor and having him laugh at me, <laughs> I immediately put an end to my daily three pounds of spinach, and my skin cleared up in two or three weeks. That's kind. Of, you know what? It must have been like the, the guy, a green guy, comes and he's like, "Oh my god, it's like a Doctor House thing." And then like he asks, you know, you know, sexual stuff, blah blah blah, drugs, and he's like. What's your diet? Like, well, I do eat three pounds of spinach a day. <laughs> and it's like it's like when Homer's got his hands in the in the, the two vending machines. <laughs> Homer, are you just holding on to it? <laughs> and all those firemen are laughing at it. Like, that's what that is. It's yeah, oh man, this is humiliating. Uh <laughs> if I'm being honest, part of me wonders just how green I would have gotten if I really stuck with it. Three or four months. I mean, I don't know how much you might just die, right? Well, this is the question. Are you, uh, Aaron, subsisting solely on three pounds of spinach a day? Probably not, right? Yeah, so he's saying. eating other things. You're on probably top doing of- other things for protein. You're probably if you're yeah. like a gym Lord, right? yeah. Lord Almighty. Gotta get uh, that grilled chicken. Oh man, it'd be great if Magneto showed up and was like, "You've got too much iron in your blood." Oh, and, and like, just sucked it right out the pores. Mm-hmm. Oh right, Jesus! Yeah, right out the crotch. <laughs> I noticed your green crotch <laughs> as Magneto. <laughs> uh, but as Elijah Wood once said, and he's referencing the film The Good Son, I guess I'll always wonder, but I know I'll never ask. 
<laughs> Merry Christmas, Aaron. Merry Christmas to you indeed, Aaron. That's something. You know, the only thing I can sort of compare this to, a couple weeks back I had a cold, and I was like, we had like the show coming up like the next week, and I'm like, I'm going to blast this fucking cold right out of me. And I was just going to town with vitamin C stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what that does? It gets you real shaky. It was like I had way too much coffee. I was like a hummingbird. Mm-hmm. I'm just going around the office. I couldn't concentrate on anything. You're also yeah. in the can a lot, speaking of Popeye's toilet. So what color, <laughs> what color did it turn? Whoa! My skin? Nothing. Oh. I will say... Um, what similar- about your crotch? Uh, that stayed about the same, as oh, right. far as I could tell. A body morphing thing. Uh, my brother, Mark, uh, who's on the... Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon and Dragon Art episode, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll shame him. Uh, in his <laughs> teens, he had contacts and really didn't take care of them. And like, and by that, I mean he would sleep with them on. Oh, that's a big no-no. He wouldn't no. take them out. Like, he would put them... They would be in for days and Ooh. weeks. And like, you know, and one morning, he's like tried to open his eye, and he couldn't. And oh. like the the contact was like had popped out. He oh. had a he had a cat eye. Like it was I saw it. I remember it's the freakiest thing I've ever seen. Like it was his eye was just this weird slit and it was this big red puffy thing and I'm like oh. that's disgusting. The the optometrist the optometrist said or ophthalmologist probably said that if he kept it in one more day, he would have lost his eye. Oh my god. Lesson for the day, folks. Not that much spinach, and take out those contacts. Mm-hmm. Clean them up. Whew. Yeah, your body is a temple. <laughs> Remember that out there in Listen Land. Let's go get some Burger King. <laughs> no. We can't. We tried. We could tell that a quick story. Oh, yeah. We were on the road back from D.C., and we were like, we're going to reward ourselves. We had two good shows we're going to have a frozen surge at Burger King. Because you know, we had all these people tweeting us pictures of it, and we're like, oh, my God. I Just wanna, making me thirsty. I want to try it. We go to the first Burger King, pulling off the highway entirely, by the way. <laughs> this is the search for Burger King. This is, how, <laughs> this is how bad this is. And Christopher Lloyd is running afoul of everybody <laughs> in this one. We get to the first Burger King, huge sign Unlike the the Mylar menu that just says closed for business. <laughs> Thank you. Drive like another few miles down the road. We get to this ghost town Burger King. Yeah, like a mine had closed in this town. And, <laughs> and then the only thing was left was the Burger King. We go in. We're like, here we go. Cold, icy surge in like slurpy form. Going to get some buffalo chicken fries. Well, yeah, a couple of fat guys are not going to not get food. Though. I'm not just going into a Burger King for a beverage. No. So we order all this food, and each of us gets a frozen surge. And only after the transactions are complete does this manager turn around and say, Hey, guys, my Slurpee machine's busted. Oh, now we're just eating chicken fries. Yeah, so this guy had only hot surge in the bag. <laughs> Boil, boiling hot. Piping hot, man. That's irony for you. That's, that's the devil's irony. So to this day, the cast of We Hate Movies still zero for zero, or I guess oh for two. We've tried <laughs> we, oh for two on Frozen Surge. Dare I say? I don't think any of us. I can speak for myself. I guess haven't had Surge since it got brought back. I haven't. I haven't either. And you know what? Know. Like, let's just fucking put it in a can so I can go to a bodega like a normal person. Exactly. And get a fucking can of Surge with my sandwich. Not this fucking order soda off of Amazon horse shit. No, I don't need it. Come on. I got three bodegas right across the street. Mm -hmm. I could be swimming in Surge. (laughs) Nope. 
Got to wait for that trickle-down economics. <laughs> that is the WHM Mailbag for December, gang. We will be back after the new year with your letters and your weird stories and your questions for us, which we swear, all anonymous. We're all above board here at We Hate Movies. Right into the mailbag, We All Hate Movies at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Take it easy.